Hello and welcome to Dedicated Packers, the podcast we do care about the Green Bay Packers. And we don't care about anything else. Let's go. All right, hello, and welcome back to Dedicated Packers. Today is Wednesday, April 5th, and today we're going to be discussing a normal Packers topic. Before we jump in, we have a little bit of news to go over, and I would like to jump into or discuss sort of the future plans here. So today's Wednesday, April 5th. In Just over three weeks, the Green Bay Packers and every NFL team will be participating in the NFL draft from Thursday, April 27th through uh, Saturday, April 29th. So that means we have three Sundays until that draft. On the 9th, April 9th, so this upcoming Sunday, we're going to be discussing the best offensive players in the draft and these are these are guys that we haven't discussed so quarterbacks running backs offensive linemen then on the 16th we're going to do the same thing but for defensive positions so the best defensive players in the draft again guys that we haven't discussed that would be d tackles cornerbacks safeties guys that the packers could potentially get and then on that last sunday the 23rd we're going to do an nfl mock draft where i go through the first round and i make my mock draft for every nfl team and in the Wednesdays leading up to the draft, we're going to have a couple of fun topics. Next week, I'm going to do a breakdown of Jordan Love's play. The week after that, the 19th, I'm going to do a breakdown of the Packers' offense with Jordan Love at the helm. And then the 26th, I'm going to do a Packers mock draft where I simulate somewhere between three and seven rounds for the Green Bay Packers and pick players that I think the Packers will pick at those spots. So that is the plan that is upcoming for this podcast. I'm excited. I hope everyone is excited because why wouldn't you be excited? The Packers are, or the draft is nearing, and that is just, the draft is a time of optimism. So Why wouldn't you be excited for a time of optimism to be close? Now, with that all being said, let's jump right into the news. And the first bit of news is that Dallin Levitt re-signed with the Green Bay Packers. And at this point, the Packers are just re-signing every single special teams guy. And for the record, I kind of love it. The Packers special teams has sucked for years. I mean, decades. It has just not been a thing that you look forward to. But this year and last year have clearly been efforts to not have it suck. The Packers already brought back Keyshawn Nixon, Eric Wilson, Rudy Ford. Now they're bringing in Dallin Levitt, and all of that makes their emphasis pretty clear. They're emphasizing special teams, and sure, some of it is the fact that they don't have enough money to go out and prioritize extremely expensive free agents, but it is nice to me that they are using resources to invest in good 
players on teams as opposed to just mediocre offensive or defensive players. Because what special teams does is, yeah, it sets up the defense a little bit, you know, punts, stuff like that. But one of the biggest things that it does is it sets up Jordan Love. And what I mean is what I talked about last episode. So I talked about how can you evaluate Jordan Love going into this year? You, to evaluate Jordan Love, need to be able to put weapons around him and support him enough that if he were to struggle, you can actually say that his struggles are the fault of himself as opposed to teammates around him not doing their job. We know he has the offensive line to be blamed if he struggles. He has a coach good enough to be blamed if he struggles. And I trust that the Packers will get him weapons. Now, adding in special teams means that Jordan Love can be starting drives from the 30, the 40, even the 50-yard line with Keyshawn as your punt returner or kick returner. And that is just incredible because it everything about it sets Jordan up for success. And that's great. You're setting him up for success, so you're making the chance that he succeeds higher. And if he fails, you really can learn that the failure is his fault. Now, with that out of the way, let's get into the second bit of news, and that is Rodgers and talks with other teams. Now, this was a report on ESPN, I believe, that the 49ers had had talks with the Green Bay Packers about Aaron Rodgers. My thoughts on that. Good. I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is going to the San Francisco 49ers. If he does, I mean... That team is going to be absolutely stacked. I mean, that team is going to be a buzzsaw. I don't think he's going to go there because that is the Jets seem intent on getting Aaron Rodgers. But the fact that the Niners are having conversations about Aaron Rodgers is very good news for the Packers because with that report, and undoubtedly the Packers leaked that report, the pressure on the Jets starts to turn up a little bit because now fans start to get nervous. Maybe even the owner starts to get nervous and he starts to think, what if we don't get Aaron Rodgers? Because if the New York Jets do not get Aaron Rodgers, all hell will break loose in New York because, I mean, that would be the Jetsiest Jets way to mess things up. If the Jets go from Aaron Rodgers saying, it's my what did he say? It's my intention to play for the New York Jets. He goes from that to going to play for the San Francisco Giants. So it is nice that this report is out there because that just turns the heat up under the Jets butts a little bit and says, hey, look, guys, other teams are talking. Let's uh, let's pony up here. And in fact, Rob Demosky today said on ESPN that basically the state of Packers and Jets negotiations were that the Packers were waiting for the Jets to meet their demands. And that is that is interesting because it's not the Jets waiting for the Packers to be willing to give less. It is the Packers saying, hey, you're going to have to give us X picks or pick X and pick Y. And if you do not, we are going to be holding out until some date. And I think this will go on for another couple of weeks. I don't know when it'll be resolved, but. When it does, I'll be here to talk about it. Real quick, I would also like to say Peter Schrager talked on Good Morning Football about his impression of the situation after 
uh, he had dinner with Robert Sala. I believe he's good friends with Robert Sala. And Peter Schrager basically summarized it as, and I think this is a good place to leave this sort of segment, he summarized the situation as, the Jets thought that the Packers would be good soldiers, and the Packers are not looking to do the Jets any favors. So, with all of that, we move into the main part of today's episode, and that is the quarterback position. And more specifically, the Packers' future at the quarterback position over the next two or three seasons. So, quarterback. It's one of the most important... No, it's not one of the most important. It is the most important position in sports. Every single team needs a good quarterback. The Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, the Jaguars, the top four teams in the AFC last year, they all had top five or six quarterbacks. Similarly... You're looking at the Cowboys. They had a top 10 quarterback. The Niners. I don't know if Jimmy G's a, Jimmy G's quite a top 10 quarterback, but with Kyle Shanahan, he's a top 10 quarterback. The Eagles. Jalen Hurts, he's a top 10 quarterback. So it is clearly the best teams in the NFL have the best quarterbacks. And that means that the Packers are going to need to, to get back to competing, find their top 10 quarterback. And that's why I want to look at this episode, because If Jordan Love is good, the Packers are going to be walking into another era of competitiveness. But if he's not good this year, what are the potential paths forward? And even if he is good, what are the paths forward looking at 2023, 2024, and a little bit of 2025? Because assuming that the Packers do pick up Jordan Love's fifth-year option, he is going to be under contract for 2023 and 2024. And that means that Basically, by the end of the 2024 season, the Packers have to have made a decision. So in the next two years, the Packers have to make a decision on Jordan Love. They have to either extend him or they're going to have to move on to a different quarterback. And that is sort of what we're going to be exploring in this episode. So let's look at 2023. In my mind, there are three main outcomes to the 2023 season from a Jordan Love standpoint. Unfortunately, the least favorable outcome is is probably the most likely, um, but I'll talk more about that later. We're going to look at all three of the main outcomes, and then for each 2023 outcome, we're going to discuss what the potential outcomes for 2024 are. So if Jordan Love is great, what happens then? And then what are the different potential options for 2024? And then we're going to discuss within there, you know, what happens in the 2024 offseason based on all of these. But 2023, outcome option number one, the best option by far, Jordan Love is a stud. And this is absolutely the best of all of our options. In 2023, Jordan Love could go out and play like a great quarterback. And that's subjective. What does that mean? I think realistically, Jordan Love being a stud, achieving this 2023 outcome would mean that he plays something like Trevor Lawrence played last year, meaning that there were occasional bumps because there will absolutely be bumps. But on the whole, Lawrence looked really, really good, really, really composed, mature. He showed off his physical abilities, and that's what you want to see from Jordan Love. Jordan Love's going into his first year starting, so there's going to be mistakes. You might see him rolling out of the pocket instead of throwing the ball away. He tries to 
huck a prayer downfield and he gets picked off. Or maybe he makes a terrible read and throws a pick six. All of that's probably going to happen. But you, for him to look like a stud, those bumps would be few and far in between. It would look like he's learned a lot under Aaron Rodgers' leadership, under Tom Clement's leadership, under Matt LaFleur's leadership. And when he plays, he looks composed. He looks like he's standing up tall in the pocket. And then most importantly, he's showing a lot of physical flashes. He's hitting the open guys all the time. He's making the reads. That would be this Jordan Love is a stud outcome. And if that happens, what do you get going into 2024? Well, if you get a really good Jordan Love, in 2023, then 2024 is going to be a competitive year for the Packers. The Packers would probably go back into making moves to heavily compete, and that they might actually, you know, cut a couple of players that we might consider really good players now, Preston Smith, maybe, maybe even David Bakhtiari, depending on where the offensive line is at. But I think that on the whole, They'll extend a couple of core pieces, whether that's a Quay Walker or someone else, and they'll go about drafting to put a lot of pieces around Jordan Love to make the Packers a Super Bowl contender in 2024. And it's going to be an off-season of optimism. If Jordan Love looks really good this year, the off-season, next off-season, is going to look really, really optimistic. And From a Jordan Love contract standpoint, the Packers will be extending Jordan Love. Probably even mid-season, by week eight, the Packers will say, hey, Jordan, look, two or three-year deal. We don't want you playing on a fifth-year option. We want to give you some stability. Here's a two or three-year deal. Let's go win a Super Bowl. And that would be what would happen, you know, immediately following the 2023 season, even during the 2023 season. Now, Jordan Love, let's say he looked like a stud. Again, option number one, he looked like a stud. What are the 2024? outcomes if that were to be the case. Well, I think the first option, and definitely the most likely in 2024 in that situation, is that Jordan continues playing great. If he plays at a high level in 2023, chances are he's only going to get better. And in 2024, he's probably going to look really, really good. And that would mean, from a Packers standpoint, that they just keep rolling, and the competitive window keeps moving, and At that point, a lot of people probably believe that the Packers have found their third straight great quarterback. The second option, and this would be very interesting for 2024, would be that Jordan Love regresses. After playing really well in 2023, he looks worse in 2024. And that would mean that the Packers were in a tough spot because after 2023, they extended Jordan and they said, Here's a deal, we believe in you. But then going into 2024, or in the 2024 season, Jordan looked bad. And that would mean that the Packers would probably still have to just run with him in 2025. They'd they'd say, you know, he looked really good in 2023. We gave him a contract extension. And yeah, he had a down year in 2024, but we're confident that he's going to bounce back and we're going to ride with him into 2025. So if Jordan looks good in 2023, Basically, what do you take away from that? The Green Bay Packers are going to be extending Jordan Love, and he's going to be your quarterback for definitely the short-term future, meaning the next three, four, five years. Now, what is the second 2023 option? My 
second 2023 option is that Jordan flashes and he looks good. He looks bad. He just ends up totaling a eh season. And when I say it's a eh or meh season, I'm thinking about a 2021 Jalen Hurts type of campaign where Jalen had an offense built around the running game, but he couldn't do too much with his arms. I would guess that in this situation, Jordan might be a little bit too reliant on Matt LaFleur's system where he looks really good when he's playing within the system, but then as soon as he's asked on third and 10 or something to come up with his own plays and make his own reads, he has more difficulty doing that. And in my mind, this second option of Jordan looks good and he looks bad, he has ups and downs, almost an equal amount of ups and downs, and totals a mess season, in my mind, this is the most likely result, just because of what Jordan was like coming out of college, and the fact that he's a, a, a going to be a first-year starting quarterback. When Whenever a quarterback starts for the first time in the NFL, they really learn a lot, and they have a huge amount to take in extremely quickly, and as a result, not only do they have to play the quarterback position well, but they have to do all this stuff mentally really, really fast. And that makes it extremely hard for really any rookie quarterback to perform very, very well. And in my mind, Jordan is most likely going to show off a lot of the arm talent that we know is elite. He's going to show off the playmaking that is just off the charts. But he'll probably, through his processing issues, struggle at analyzing defenses. And maybe he'll even have a couple of throws that are errant here and there. And he'll, with all of that, just end up totaling an eh season. And that's the most likely, in my mind. It's not the best outcome, but it's probably the most likely. And so what would happen? Jordan has a huge amount of upside based on this 2023 season, but he also, you know, you could see how he could bottom out and not be a very good quarterback. And then what what did the Packers do in the offseason? And the reason that I said the most likely outcome is probably the worst outcome is because it leaves the Packers caught in the middle where they can't really extend him in good conscience because you don't necessarily want to give two or three years to a quarterback with all of this potential to fail. Now, that being said, you also can't throw him to the Wolves because you don't want to throw to the Wolves a quarterback that could become the next Hall of Fame great quarterback. And if Jordan Love is just met, the Packers also probably won't have a draft pick good enough to go pursue one of the top quarterbacks in this, in next year's class. So what would they end up doing? Well, my guess would be that the 2024 offseason is literally just a repeat of this offseason. You're just running back 2023, where they're not going to make any big-time moves. They'll look to make the roster younger, but they'll also look to keep and add potentially pieces around Jordan Love, whether that's drafting a receiver or re-signing some guy that they signed in the offseason this, this year and looked really good. And... In that way, they're going to say, okay, Jordan, you have another year. Your last year on the fifth year option. You have another year to go out and do what you could have done in 2023 and look really good and show us that you're going to be a quarterback of the future. And then what are the 2024 options? So again, the 2023 option is Jordan Love looks 
meh, high ups, low lows, what are the possibilities for 2024? I think the first one is that he has success. Um, coming off of, you know, a very eh year in 2023, Jordan ends up enjoying some success at the NFL level. He begins putting his accuracy together, putting his mental issues behind him. And when you combine that with Lafleur's scheme and improving trust in Lafleur, in the Lafleur jordan relationship and in Jordan's relationship with his receivers, then you get a quarterback that's off to the races. And at that point, the Packers, after 2024, they would extend Jordan. They'd say, here's the three or four year deal we could have given you in 2023, but we're giving to you now. Let's go. You're our quarterback for the future. However, the second 2024 option is that Jordan plays eh again. And he doesn't seem to improve much. He still struggles with the same issues that he had in 2023. Still shows flashes of brilliance, but really, you didn't see the improvement that you'd like to see. And in that case, I think that the Packers re-sign Jordan, but I think they re-sign him to a one or two year deal. Just a one, one year prove it contract, at which point the Packers just run back the exact same thing for the third year in a row. They say, hey Jordan, here's one year for 30 million. We need you. Goody says, look man, my job's on the line. I need you to work out. One year for $30 million, go prove that you're our goddamn starting quarterback. And then it all comes down to 2025. And then the third option for 2024, where Jordan looked, and 2023. In 2024, he, the third option is that he somehow declines. Maybe it's because he was attempting to improve his mental and accuracy issues, and in the end, he didn't improve that. And it seems like his strengths of playmaking and arm talent became more like non-weaknesses as he didn't prioritize improving those. And then you don't have the flashes that you like to see. You still have the same struggles. Then I think that the Packers would end 2024 with a high draft pick. They would let Jordan Love go into free agency and they would use their draft pick on the next emerging quarterback. Maybe Matt and Goody are let go after that 2024 season. Maybe they stick around. But regardless, I think the Jordan Love era in Green Bay would be over at that point, and the draft pick of Jordan Love would officially go down as a bust. That wraps up that second 2023 option. Now for the final. And, you know, this might actually be my least favorite 2023 option just because of how much I'm rooting for Jordan Love. And this third 2023 option, this third outcome is that Jordan Love just sucks. And in reality, there's a world where Jordan Love simply sucks. I think that the chances of him just sucking are small, but maybe the arm strength and touch that we lauded coming out of college isn't where we thought it would be. And maybe his accuracy is as scattered as we were concerned about it being, and he mentally doesn't have the ability to process NFL defenses. Well, in that at that point, the Packers really only have one choice, and that is going into 2024, after a terrible year in 2023, the Packers, they'll have a high 2024 draft pick. And with Matt and Goody attempting to save their jobs, the Packers would move on to draft a young quarterback, and then you just get this whole cycle starting again, with 2024 being a repeat of 2023. However, instead of Jordan Love at the helm, you would have a different rookie quarterback. You'd have Caleb Williams or Drake May or whoever the Packers would end up drafting. 
and all the stress in the world would be on Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekunst. So, pretty clearly, there is a wide range of ways that this could play out. But these are the general, in 2023, those are the three general outcomes that I could see happening. And then within those three general outcomes, those are the 2024 options that I could see coming to fruition. And realistically, I think that there is a very, very tiny chance that we get to outcome number three in 2023, where Jordan Love just sucks, and we have to move on after one year. I think that that is unlikely. If I had to guess, I think that we're going to see option two, where Jordan Love looks eh, and then we see him end up looking much better in 2024 and get an extension. That being said, I could also see him look really good in 2023 and get an extension in the middle of the season, where (laughs) the Packers say, look, dude, you surpassed what we thought you were going to do. Here's three or four years. Let's go out. Let's go win some Super Bowls. That, those are all reasonable options. And that's my conclusion. Right? I don't think that love is going to suck, but I do think that he can go anywhere from being eh to being really good. And I expect that we're going to get a second year of love. I think there's a very small chance that we don't get a second year of love. In other words, we get that third 2023 outcome. I think that we're going to get to see a second year Jordan Love. And that is exciting for me because we're starting a new era with a new quarterback. I'm just excited to see how all this plays out. I'm just rooting for Jordan Love. I hope he looks really good. But that is what I have for you. I'll be back on Sunday discussing the best offensive players in this year's NFL draft. As always, thank you very much for listening to Dedicated Packers, and until next time, Go Pack Go!